the Just Go By podcast, aka Murph and AP here, and this is the podcast where we talk about cycling, just for the fun of it, with tales from all across the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. And just like yesterday, we are smiling. Hello, listeners. Uh, We have completed day three, um, 56.3 miles, 746 feet of climb, but I'm telling you, I'm pooped. How about you? Oh, I'm wiped, babe. Yeah, we are both wiped. Uh, Actually, I think our whole team is. So anyway, of course, uh, like we've been doing all week, we're going to go through um, each of the towns that we visited today. But today's a special day because it was also the optional gravel day. So we have a special guest with us. Would you like to say who you are? I am Scott Sumter with BikeIowa.com. BikeIowa.com. Yay. Andrea is actually wearing a Bike Iowa t-shirt, and I am drinking a beverage out of a velvet Bike Iowa koozie. Pat it till it feels good. Now that's class, babe. <laughs> Very classy. So we have Scott Sumter on, um, of course, to give a little plug on Bike Iowa, but you did a portion of the gravel, gravel loop, and we wanted to find out a little bit about it. We did. So today was the first day of, a, of like a full gravel day. Mm-hmm. Um, we took off out of town, uh, about 4.5 miles in, we broke off from the group that was going on the paved route and we went down the, into the gravel. Um, I've ridden a lot of gravel around Iowa. This was actually interesting. It's not, it's this first part wasn't hilly, but it was a few little rollers. There was def, there was no towns. We rode about 15 miles, uh, um, into Webster city. And the gravel, though, is interesting. You know, there's sometimes in, in Iowa you can change counties and you can tell right where the rock is. It's a oh, different kind of rock yeah. versus sand. But this was like some of it was perfect gravel. Some of it was like there was almost no gravel. It was like a rocky sand. There was some that was like red gravel. There was some of it was fresh gravel. So at 15 miles, you probably hit <laughs> seven or eight different kinds of gravel, <laughs> which is like perfect for people from out of state just sure. to come in and experience it. I was surprised how much different gravel we experience just in that 15 mile stretch awesome and i'm looking at the um the day's map so like you mentioned you are on the route with everybody else and then you break off and it looks like you go a little bit north and then east and blah 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 people can look at a map to find out exactly where but then you end up in the meat town which is webster city and then if you were to continue it looks like you're on pavement for a little bit longer and then you pop back on gravel yeah that's absolutely correct and so we both know whether or not you completed the second part but would you like to tell the listeners we we wanted to complete the second part but mr pork chop and sassy's lemonade were on the paved route section we haven't seen those guys in over a year yeah we had to go see what they were up to we may come back and ride that part of the route before rag ride just to kind of get a feel for how hilly it's supposed to be a little harder Mm -hmm. um than than it was um, I don't think there's any towns still in between, but there's going to be vendors um, along some mm-hmm. some spots on that route, correct? Yeah, that's right. There will be support for the gravel riders, but there aren't any actual towns along that route. Which kind of is par for the course well, for gravel. Well, I was going to say, isn't that kind of a gravel mentality in itself? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's kind of funny because we were worried. Usually we support the gravel riders on their loop, and we weren't able to do that today. But uh, you guys made it to the town be- way before us <laughs> anyway so i'm not too worried about the gravel riders they'll be take well taken care of maybe too well taken care of awesome uh any other like 
things that you noticed about the gravel route? You said it wasn't super, super hilly. So it wasn't super hilly, but most of it was, was they were called level B, low maintenance roads. Oh, nice. But coming from central Iowa, like around the Des Moines area, um, coming area, the level B roads are a lot more rougher shape. These mm-hmm. were great condition for mm-hmm. a level B road. These would be like normal gravel around the Des Moines area, but mm-hmm. but uh, they were considered level Bs. Uh, there were some cool uh, level Bs with the gunshots through them. Brian Powers <laughs> got a cool, the sun was just coming through the gunshots, so it'll make for some cool photos. But I think, you know, like in general, um, I'm fairly new to gravel riding, but you cannot ever count on the quality of the road because even if you ride the same route you know you're training every day and then a road crew comes through and pours you know four inches of new gravel so all the way through this 15 miles there probably is like 12 or 15 houses so we were assuming this is very low traffic so even the fresh gravel might have been a couple years old we don't don't know that just from the low traffic counts awesome um, well, while we're on the topic of Scott Sumter, would you like to tell us, tell the listeners a tiny bit about what Bike Iowa is? Tiny bit. Okay. It's, <laughs> we got, we got bike Iowa. We bike Iowa. Um, so Bike Iowa's hit a milestone this year. It's 20, 20 years we've been a website. I mean, think Ooh. about that before Facebook, before Instagram, before Google even. Yeah. Was, it's, it's just strange to think about. So yeah, t- this is our 20th year. We've come out with some pretty cool gear. Um, this year, but uh, yeah, we've posted thousands of news items, thousands of features, um, got involved in a ton of stuff with advocacy, bike to work, bike to work month, um, different kind of races, rides, cruiser stuff. So yeah, we've we've really enjoyed spreading the love for Iowa cycling over the last 20 years, but is that tiny enough for you? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I mean, you played a huge role in creating the cycling community in Iowa over those 20 years, so we all appreciate that. Um, Tell me a little bit, let's stay on topic here. Tell me a little bit about your plans for RAGBRAI. So the last three and a half years, we I went from rider, which slash bagger, to uh, a vendor. Just uh, Coop from Bikes to You used to sell some Bike Iowa gear, and he's like, dude, you have to do this. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it all, all day long if you, you don't want me to. But um, So he talked me into, into vending, so we did the expo, kind of did a half a – half a rag bry and, and it turned out to be pretty positive and now we're uh, a full-time vendor which half the time will be with uh, mr pork chop half the time will be with iowa beer bus and then we are going to be in the overnight at iowa falls which will be kind of a, a new entity which will be set up with rag bry and primal um that night so it's just yeah it's interesting um and not only gear but we'll have some we want people to come back to iowa for cycling so we're going to try to have trails maps travel iowa guides and just to get these folks from out of state is like, wow, they love Iowa, but how do they come back and you know and get them to get them to come back? Because there's plenty of other places, trails, parks that they can visit when they when they do return. Well, and I know we have a lot of new riders to Ragbri on this podcast, so I'd really suggest that you come out and see the Bike Iowa booth and learn a little bit about the cycling community we have here. And then also, you have a website bikeiowa.com bikeiowa.com awesome says it all one, yeah one yeah. word That's well we thank do. you scott for coming on the podcast Thanks and for having me. it's so much fun having you on pre-ride this week and to be able to bike with you in iowa get that I got biking it. I got in it. iowa bam, bam. all week you're gonna drop that mic now <laughs> 
Yeah, we should drop the mic. Anyway, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Always appreciate it. Okay, let's get through this week, right, Andrea? Sure, yep. Or, I'm sorry, let's get through this day. <laughs> I mean, both. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we started the day in Fort Dodge and ended in Iowa Falls and had three or four communities that we went through. So should we go do a whip through there? Sure, yeah. And the one thing that we didn't mention that we really need to talk about is that today, or this day on... The real rag bride will be in honor of Jim Green. Oh, yes. So it'll be Greeny Day. Yeah, we had bracelets and all kinds of green-focused things. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, we had Oreo cookies tonight because that was his favorite snack. Exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't... It takes just a few little things to do to really remember him. And he was such a big deal in the rag bride community when he was the director. He really turned the ride around from being a huge out of control party ride to being mm-hmm. something that people would be comfortable bringing their families on. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's part of why I was able to ride rag bride as a 12 year old. So it was really important to me. And he also founded the dream team, which is yes. our um, bike team of um, underprivileged youth. So it's, he was just a really cool guy. He was really funny. He was really charismatic and we all miss him a lot. So it's fun to have, a day in honor of him. Yeah, he did a lot for Ragbri. Yeah, and so. I put a lot of info about this in the first blog, the day zero blog about the pre-ride this year. Excellent. Or you can Google Jim Green. It'll come up. Yeah, So cool. All right, so then we started off our day. We were thinking about Greeny all day, but we started off riding through Duncombe, and I did double check. That's how you pronounce Duncombe. Duncombe. Yep. Um, we had a great time in Duncombe. It's a nice little town to take a break in. Yes. Um, good breakfast town. Um, and it's a really patriotic community. Mm-hmm. They have an American Legion auxiliary. But we went into a bar named Stumpy's. Mm-hmm. And Stumpy's was, was great. And we talked. We wanted to talk to the locals. And mm-hmm. that's where they were. Mm-hmm. And um, if you looked along the walls, they were decorated with photos of all the veterans from Duncan. And they did have a sign on the wall that said American Legion Post 491. So yeah. I'm assuming that that was also a... American Legion. It, it's possible they're one and the same, although I'm not sure. Sure. Yep. But I really enjoyed Stumpy's. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Okay. From there, we ended up in Webster City, which is the meat town. And we stopped at another American Legion. And that one was great. That was post-191. And I think that I don't have any of their names, but we should definitely give a shout out to the folks there because they were, they fed us. They gave us a tour. They um, are in the middle of... Uh, renovating or making changes within their building. Um, And actually, can I point out something? Sure. So when communities have RAGBRAI come through, and let's say like this legion is going to serve hamburgers and beer or whatever they choose to, to serve, that money goes back into their pockets to do whatever they want with it. So they told us today that they were planning to um, continue renovations and do cool things uh, f- specifically for them. So it's not like RAGBRAI, you know, is <laughs> t- putting all the money in their pockets. You know, the communities are actually benefiting from this. Yeah. Um, and the American Legions are really important to support. You yes. know, these people need our, our appreciation. Um, you know, and I just... A, I really appreciated their welcoming. I will say, I know what they're going to serve during the ride. It mm. is pork burgers okay. and chips and a brownie, all for $5. Mm. And the brownies are homemade. Ooh. And we did try them. And they the brownies alone are worth $5. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a good deal. And the pork burgers were made by a local company. So they're not just like your run-of-the-mill like freezer yeah. pork burgers. Yeah. 
excellent. They were such good people too. I know they were so sweet to us. Yeah. And it's nice, you know, some American legions are made just for veterans. So it was nice that they welcomed us into their building. Yeah. Yep. That was cool. Okay, so then we... A bunch of stinky bikers. They they didn't have to do that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Although they did kind of stay away from us. No, I'm just (laughs) Mm, kidding. Come to think of it. (laughs) JK. Okay, so we were outside of Webster City, I don't remember, maybe four or five miles, and another mirage hit us, just like yesterday. I know. And it was Mr. Porkchop. Yeah, it's funny because you say mirage, because what hit me first was the smell. Yeah. The the aroma of the pork chops, and I'm like, what is that that I smell? (laughs) So we had Mr. Porkchop and then also Audrey from Sassy Slushes, and uh, that was a really, really cool um, setup, and I do believe that's where they'll be set up actually on Ragbri that day. Yes, that's correct, and you know, for those of you who are animal lovers, they raise dogs there. Oh yeah, at the farm that... Yeah, great, that, yeah. great Pyrenees dogs, and they're so well taken care of, Yes, and they're so beautiful dogs, and you know, just kind of a cool addition to an already cool setup. Right. And not to mention boatloads of shade. Boatloads of shade. Lots and lots of shade. Yep. Yes. So he chose well on that location. Yes, yes. Okay, from there, Blairsburg. We went to Blairsburg. And the number one thing that they asked us to talk about in Blairsburg is that they are the only Blairsburg in the whole U.S. What? I know. <laughs> I know. Which is kind of cool because you think Blair is a pretty popular name. Yeah. But they said that... Like Blairstown is a more popular thing. But what I learned is that it's another railroad town and the chief engineer came to town and he was trying to raise funds for it and nobody would help him. So he just platted the whole land himself and named it after himself. Oh, so so maybe that's why it's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't get a chance to go in, but I know you did. They have a really cool opera house. That's right. Yeah. It's literally an opera house. So there's a big stage and a big wooden floor that's very beautiful and a tin ceiling and a blue velvet curtain and it's just a really cool historical space that comes as a surprise in a small town in Iowa Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so they were nice enough to give us a tour and uh, you should check it out too and I assume there'll be photographs at some point somewhere yes uh, Brian Powers took a bunch of photos for the Des Moines Register so if you look at the day three pre-ride photos mm -hmm. yeah they'll be in there because I know he took I know for a fact that he took a bunch of really gorgeous photos of the space awesome okay from there uh Alden and uh AP rode and I rode in together and uh we found such a cool red white and blue bicycle (laughs) statue in somebody's yard and I'm assuming other people will take the same photos yes and a cannon and a cannon that's right Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yep and then from there, we went into the town of Alden, and we ended up at a park. Um, and I thought there was a really cool memorial that's worth going and checking out. They have plaques, big, huge statues for the Marines, the Army, the Air Force, and the Coast Guard. So I thought that was a really neat um, space. Yeah. Um, you know, the re- usually when we, we have been to Alden before, and in the past we've gone to their bar and downtown but they're redoing the whole thing mm-hmm. so it's going to be gorgeous for ragbri mm-hmm. but you know going to the park isn't a bad thing it's a beautiful shady park it's huge and it's right along the iowa river so you could just sit there and space out and look at the river <laughs> for hours <laughs> i mean i would have if i hadn't been so slow <laughs> biking today but uh, it's just a really pretty community and it's going to be even prettier with all these updates yeah, and they were doing road construction while we were there today. So that tells you that it's going to be beautiful by uh, actual reg Yeah, they should. They look like they were almost done. Mm-hmm. So should be. Uh, 
Okay, and then we um, come upon Iowa Falls, and we do have a few things to talk about. Uh, first of all, Mr. Jeff Birchfield, yes, the star, right? The star of Iowa Falls, yes. He's, yes, yes. Um, he and his crew rode with us all day today, and I think that he was the one that set up our special treat that we had yes. this afternoon. I mean, little did we know we had two surprises today in yeah, store for us. you're right, yeah. Yes. So uh, there is a... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to say it's a mm, boat. A Yes, it is called the Scenic City Empress Riverboat. Riverboat. Okay. Yes. And so we went for a cruise down the river. We went for a cruise today. It was so cool. It's like a double decker. So there's an indoor area and then an open top and cruise down. And the best part is both the captain and the hostess would give us a little history tips as we went down the river. Yeah. And it was funny because we'd all be talking and enjoying the ride. And then as soon as they came on the mic, everyone stopped yeah. talking yeah. <laughs> to hear what they had to say because it was so interesting. Yeah. They had like, um, uh, there was some sort of Indian sculpture or statue. There's all kinds of different um, historical things that they talked about. So if you get into town early enough, I would definitely uh, check that out. One note though, like we were there I don't remember what time, let's say four-ish. Um, it gets really warm on the top level yeah. of that boat. So be prepared. Um, there is an inside down below, but if you're up on the top, I would make sure you have some sunscreen on. It gets a little toasty. I believe they're going to have tours every hour. Yes, they are. It's a small fee that they're going to charge, but every hour you have the opportunity to sail down the Iowa River. Yeah, Not so sail, river boat down the Iowa boat River. Boat down the river. Boat yep. down the river. Yeah, it was a really unique thing. I've never, ever done that in a... Ragbri Town, so that was really cool. Yeah, we took some good pictures too. I hope that those make it on uh, some sort of site. Oh, perhaps they will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we have anything else we want to share? Uh, no, I'm just excited to keep riding through the rest of the week. Oh, yeah. Seeing what Iowa has to offer. Yeah, and I thought it was crazy. You know, usually it's midweek when we cross over Interstate 35, and in my head, that's always like, we're halfway, but we did that today. Yeah, I know. So we still have several more days and hopefully we still have people listening hope you guys are enjoying this yeah and i hope you're getting something out of the podcast again yeah. please feel free to ask us questions you're always welcome to get a hold of us at just go bike or on any social media platform just go bike podcast at gmail.com or at any of the ragbri or morphology podcast platforms awesome all right listeners that is it for this week join us again tomorrow for more tales from the ragbri route inspection ride and as we mentioned, you can follow us along on all sorts of social channels. And don't forget, if you are a newbie and have a question, we have Ragbri 101 hotline you can call and leave a message for a future episode. Uh, Ragbri 101 will launch next week Ooh. on the Just Go Bike podcast platform. So if you're already on Just Go Bike, you will be able to listen to it. And that hotline number is 515 515- Three zero three zero three eight five, and we love the messages we've gotten so far. So keep them coming. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out JustGoBike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Brian Powers is the show's producer, and the Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register a part of the USA Today Network.